in Pensacola, hour number three. It's 7.10 this morning here. I'm Bobby Rossi filling in for Andrew. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to weigh in, call or text 850-437-1620, 850-437-1620. It's 39 degrees here in the Pensacola area on average. Up uh, further north in Crestview, Milton area, it's more like 30 degrees. And then down on uh, like Pensacola Beach is 40 so, uh, but it's a little chilly, uh, but nice blue skies out there, crisp air, and it should be, uh, I actually think the last couple of days have been pretty nice, as long as you have like a jacket or something for me, because I'm bald, as long as I'm wearing my beanie, I'm okay, and, you know, without a beanie, that's what people don't understand, man, hair, hair is a blessing to keep you warm, without having hair on the top of your head, it it makes life a little miserable sometimes. Yeah, speak for yourself there, Betty. I'm just <laughs> saying. It's a it's just not it's not nice. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, so I like having so I got to wear the beanie all the time on yeah. days like that's been the last few days. You remember uh, Miss Congeniality when they asked the contestant, "What describe your perfect date?" and they're like, "I'd have to say April 25th." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> because, yeah. <laughs> because it's not too hot, not too cold, yeah, you just right. need a light jacket. Yeah, that's funny. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um Coming up here in about an hour and 10 minutes at 8.20, we'll be giving away a pair of tickets to go see the Pensacola Little Theater's The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, which is going to be coming out this weekend, February 2nd through the 11th. We'll be giving away a pair of tickets for that at 8.20. The, uh, I want to get into Governor DeSantis here. He had a press conference yesterday down in Naples. Now, last week, he had made a mention that the U.S. Constitution— Never would have been ratified if there was not protections for the states in it. He's absolutely right. Even with the Bill of Rights, it still took years for some of the states to ratify the Constitution, to accept the U.S. Constitution. Because they were like, eh, we're not sure that the U.S. government, the federal government, won't infringe on what we're doing as a state. And so if it wasn't for state protections, it never would have been ratified in the first place true and so he's saying we need to take a look at the federal government and make sure we have other protections in place from it therefore we need more u.s amendments the things that he's saying we need to deal with was term limits for members of congress oh yes definitely i would not just stop at term limits when i ran for u.s senate back in 2016 uh my my campaign's website wasn't even blah 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 for for senate it was term limits (laughs) it was blah 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 for term limits or iowa you know iowa for or or term limits for iowa um because i was running in iowa and so um that was my whole thing it was like good grief we've got to have term limits but i want to say just for congress we need it for the supreme court We, we we when you actually do a little bit of research and you see the history of the Supreme Court and how many members of the Supreme Court had dementia, <laughs> it's shocking. And I'm not talking about just RGB, Ruth, RBG, or Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It's, it's been a history of it where we've had members of, of the Supreme Court with dementia. It's like, come on. It should not be a position that you're in until either you step down or you die. That's, that's ridiculous. So, yes, term limits for Congress. Totally agree with that. Need to expand it to the Supreme Court. 
Governor DeSantis also suggests line item veto for the president where he can strike out single items from multi-item bills, which is becoming, that's becoming the standard in the federal government now. Let's have a bill, but it has 25 different things in it that are not even related to each other. You know, you'll get a a defense bill, defense authorization bill, and you're like, okay, well, yeah, we need need to authorize the defense spending. It'll have something completely unrelated to the defense in there. Um, you got the farm bill, the agriculture bill. Well, we got to, uh, have approvals for insurance for farmers in case there's natural disasters. And we have funding programs for farmers and we have loan programs for farmers and we're going to throw food stamps in there too. Like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, it just goes on and on. And so, yeah, line item veto for, for the president, that would be good. And then equal laws for the public and members of Congress. Oh, you mean like uh, members of Congress can't do insider trading? Yeah, that'd be nice. You have conservatives like Representative Matt Gates, who's been advocating for that. And you have liberals like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who also advocates to end that. Yet it continues on. And then finally, balanced budget amendment. Yeah, I agree with all of these things here. You got some more thoughts about... Amendments to the U.S. Constitution coming up next right after Traffic on the Fives with Jake Walker. We're looking pretty good around town this morning. Highway 98 east and westbound through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is checking in clear. I do see some slowdown I-10 eastbound between Pine Forest and Highway 29. Not too bad. It's just yellow with spots of red, but that could turn solid red at any moment. So if you're headed down I-10 east, it's going to be a little bit getting from Pine Forest to Highway 29. Uh, Otherwise, Highway... uh, uh, 90 coming out of Milton through Pace. I'm not seeing any accidents there all the way to the curve on Scenic and uh, into Pensacola. And uh, looks like Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, uh, Burgess, Olive, everything's checking in clear. If you see anything out there, let me know. Call or text our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. So I'm one of those that f- firmly believes that the federal government was established in a way that was meant to have checks and balances for the purpose of making sure that the federal government's overreach did not did not continue to grow. Those checks and balances have been steadily chipped away over the years, as pretty much anybody knows. Some people justify and say, yeah, that's okay. They're okay with that. Uh, but then others obviously are not okay with it. But it the the reality of it is those we did did have the checks and balances and one of those areas i look at is when it comes to the executive branch not necessarily the presidency itself but all of the executive branch organizations for example the epa uh the department of education the I mean, there's just a lot of these things right here. Well, now the federal government is giving the guide for education nationwide. Now I understand the reason for it, the why it was passed when it, when it was, is because there were some states whose educational standards were not really up to par, and they're like, we need to get you guys up to where you're not so far behind all these other states. I understand the the reasoning for it. My concern was. If you're going to have the federal government taking over education, you needed to pass an amendment. Because what does the 10th Amendment of the, of the Constitution say? Unless it's specified in this here document, then it's up to the states to, to manage it. 
And so if you want to go, well, that's some of the states aren't up to par. We need to we need to deal with this. We need to you know figure this out here. All right, cool. Pass an amendment and you can start doing it. And the fact that they just did it. Uh, oh, we need to work on air quality and water quality and things like that. Really, is that in the U.S. Constitution? Well, it has about has some stuff in there about regulating commerce, so we can go ahead and try to tweak that and think and, and pretend like it means this. No, no, no. Why don't you just pass an amendment? Most people will actually approve it. By the way, I mean, I I might be against the Department of Education, but guess what? Most people aren't, and so. You could probably easily pass in a U.S. constitutional amendment that would say, yep, U.S. Consti- uh, the, the federal government is now in control of all education standards. Um, that, that I'm just saying just do it the right way. We have checks and balances for a reason, and it's to do it the right way. It's pass uh, constitutional amendments. Now, I get a lot of people who are doing this big push right now to sign the con- uh, Convention of the States. A bunch of s- state legislatures have already passed a convention of the states, trying to reconvene a convention of the states in order to introduce new amendments. Um, by the way, most people who are promoting that and pushing it are conservatives. They're conservatives who are like, we need to pass a, const- uh, a, a convention of the states so that we can get term limits for Congress, so we can get this done, so we can. And they have all these list of agenda items. I've I've been warning for years. Where you might think, let's get a convention of the states so that we can pass term limits and so we can pass some of these other things. But do not be surprised in the least if a convention of the states does eventually convene and that convention of the states, all of a sudden, there's a discussion about getting rid of the Second Amendment or restrictions on the Second Amendment or something like that. Because you got to remember, 50% of this country think, or actually 40% of this country thinks one way, another 40% of the country thinks another way, and then the other 20% are just like, what's on Netflix? It's Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. I'm Bobby Rossi filling in for Andrew. I saw this story here as well. Uh, just changing things up just a little bit real quick. Therapists have shared a list of phone habits that people might have that could show you have a some anxiety all right so phone habits doom scrolling first of all wow that's a that's a term doom scrolling i call it that all the time (laughs) i do that's when you constantly search for disturbing news even though that news makes you feel terrible uh this could be both a sign of anxiety and even cause be the cause of your anxiety in the first place doom scrolling Avoiding people by using your phone. Have you ever acted like you were on your phone just to avoid talking to somebody? <laughs> yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're avoiding real-life interactions in favor of your phone, it could be a sign of anxiety. Or it could just be a sign that I don't like people. Uh, the inability to put your phone down. If you have trouble separating from your phone, especially at times when you don't even need it, this can point to anxiety, like when you're exercising, going to bed, or you know, work meeting. Panic when your phone isn't working. If you feel super nervous or panicky when your phone dies or you don't have Wi-Fi, that could be a problem. Uh, this does, it doesn't include people who use their phones for safety. It's more of a red flag if you're freaking out just because you can't access your Instagram. Mm. Yeah. I've had one freak out before with my phone, but that was because I was in Chicago visiting on a conference, and my phone died when I left the conference. And I literally had no idea how to get anywhere. <laughs> I had to go to a gas station and be like, do you have a map? The guy was like, why would we have a map? I was like, because I don't know how to get out of town. Okay, How do I get out of town? 
He goes, well, use your phone. And I was like, I, my phone died. He goes, we have chargers. Right. Like, oh, yeah, I guess I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> the cost of an old school paper map is probably about, it's in about, today's standards, yeah. about as much as a charger. It's about as much as a charger, exactly. So I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I could do that. Yeah, thank you for that. All right, it is uh, Petsco Morning News with Andrew McKay and Bobby Rossi filling in for Andrew. 39 degrees here in the greater Petsco area, depending on where you are. It might be 30, might be 40, um, but uh, where we're at, it's about 39. Uh, coming up here next, we're going to get a quick update from David Wayne over in the newsroom. And also, uh, I've got a definitive answer on what people want for Valentine's Day. I'll share that with you coming up next right here on News Radio 983, informative, local, dependable. The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like C-Max Materials, GE Wind Energy, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. Here's today's Strength for Life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. Famously, the Apostle Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. What was it that the Apostle had to forget? Possibly the fact that before his conversion, he consented to the death of Stephen. Before Paul met Jesus, Paul was a blasphemer and a persecutor, and the Bible says he was injurious, which is the idea of harmful. When Paul says forgetting those things which are behind, he is saying you don't have to let the failures of your past, no matter how devious, define your future. Forget those failures and reach forward to a future full of opportunity to serve Christ. Jesus wants to graciously liberate you from a life of guilt over sin and bad decisions. So call upon him today. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. You're all set with your Medicare prescriptions, Mrs. Brown. This is not just low-cost copays at Walgreens. I can actually help you set up 90-day refills if you want. This is having a partner you can trust. Get low-cost copays, 90-day refills, and delivery from your neighborhood Walgreens. This is being independent, together. Walgreens. Restrictions apply. For details, see walgreens.com pharmacy. Wrap up your day with all of the national, state, local sports and entertainment news with Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin on News Radio 923. Andrew McKay. I'm Bobby Rossi filling in for Andrew. Thanks for joining us here. It's a beautiful morning out there. It'll be a little chilly, but you know, put a jacket on, put a beanie on. You'll be good. Let's get traffic on fives with Jake Walker. We're looking great around town. I'm not seeing any major accidents. No slowdowns reported on the maps here. It's, it's looking clear. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. No accidents. 
Uh, Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace this morning. No slowdowns there. And Highway 29 south through Cantonment is clear. If you do see anything out there, please let me know. You can call or text me on our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Got a legislative update coming up for you here in about 10 minutes, about 735, 736, somewhere right around there. I'll give you a start our legislative update for what's going on in the Florida legislative session. Uh, some of the bills that are being discussed there. I have the definitive answer on what people want for Valentine's Day. 94% of people in the United States say they want chocolate or candy. Sugar. Just give me some sugar, man. <laughs> Actually, that can go in a lot of different ways. Yeah, yeah uh, that's the the other 6% are like, yeah, I want sugar too, just not the kind you can eat. Uh, let's go to David Wayne over in the newsroom. There is a new blood test that could uh, soon detect dementia cases before you even have symptoms. Lauren Livingston mm. is with the Alzheimer's Association. She says it's best to know as early as possible. There have been several treatments that have come out that can actually slow the progression of Alzheimer's disease. And they are specifically right now anyway for people in the early stages of the disease. And this test uh, measures a specific protein in the plasma. Reportedly, it's up to 95% accurate. Well, that's pretty good. Of course, dementia has been in the news. You uh, yeah, had that Jay story Leno. yesterday about Jay Leno and his wife. Yeah. House Republicans are I moving. I wonder if that Neuralink thing will. Could uh, you put the little brain implant from Neuralink in order to reverse the effects of dementia or. Well, that's yeah. That's one of the uses they was say that that, uh, that it would say, have. Was yeah. that one of the things you said? Yeah, you mm. know, I mean, I'll joke. Yeah, reversing with it. Uh, reversing the Alzheimer's or dementia symptoms, and then I, I believe they also said it could help uh, people with paralysis be able to communicate yeah. and things like that. Yeah, that's you know before the McDonald's commercial while you're right. trying before, to drive across exactly. town. Uh, House Republicans moving forward with an effort to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas over his handling at the border. It's also against the backdrop of concerns about a package that's being negotiated in the Senate right now, which some Republicans say could be the most conservative border package in a generation. NBC's Ryan Noble's there, and uh, they're expected to uh, drop some articles of impeachment today. And ticket listings on the secondary market for Super Bowl 58, Bobby, are mm-hmm. currently the most expensive they've ever been for any Super Bowl. Uh, on Monday, the average ticket price on TickPick was $9,815. Oh, the cheapest ticket just to get through the door, $8,188. I'm starting a campaign of just trying to find somebody who has a box seat, you know, like a, a suite, and just seeing if they'll invite me to their suite. That's that's what there I need. There you go. Just get yeah. in good with uh, just get, with somebody. Taylor. I'll just text Taylor Swift, see if she can let me in her box suite. Because I'm sure she's, you know, she's probably got room. So, uh, yeah. Not, not with Jason Kelsey running around in there. Yeah, and his whole family. Good grief. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of, uh, that's a lot. Ten, gr- ten grand? Whew. I saw somebody post a joke, by the way, on, on the Book of Faces that said, um, a friend of mine bought tickets last year. For the Super Bowl. And he of course he didn't know last year that it was gonna be the Super Bowl's gonna be on the day of his wedding. Oh. So he has two tickets he's willing to give away for uh so the, the two tickets are, are for ten grand is uh how much the tickets cost. He said, but if anybody would like to um help him out here, the day of the wedding is here. This is where the location is, and he has, and the bride will be waiting for you. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Choices. Uh, you got to make the difficult gotta, choices. Tough choices. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, well. All right. Uh, coming up here next, Florida legislative update for you right here on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Fox News. And I'm Chris Foster. The House Homeland Security Committee meets this morning about advancing impeachment charges against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Democrats could potentially throw in as many procedural hurdles as they want. They're calling this Republican-led effort to fire Mayorkas a sham. But Republicans argue Mayorkas has, quote, willfully and systemically refused to comply with federal immigration laws. Fox's Madeline Rivera, an enemy militia drone killing three American soldiers in Jordan Sunday, injuring more than 40 was confused with an American drone returning to base and not shot down. The Pentagon has publicly identified the victims of this weekend's attack. Their ages range from 23 to 46. They are Sergeant William Rivers, originally from New Jersey, but lately a Georgia resident, Specialist Kennedy Sanders of Georgia, and Specialist Brianna Moffitt, also of the state of Georgia. Fox's Mark Meredith. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 731 at News Radio 923. I'm David Wayne. Sunshine looks like a beautiful morning out there. 38 degrees right now in Pensacola. A former janitor at Beulah Elementary School will spend 16 years in prison on child porn charges. The state attorney's office says 37-year-old D'Antonio Jackson pleaded no contest on charges in November. He was sentenced last Thursday after being arrested in June of 2022. Investigators say Jackson had uploaded images while he was at the school. During investigation, officers found over 200 files of child pornography on his cell phone. In addition to the sentence, Jackson will also serve 10 years of probation and be designated as a sex offender. A Georgia man that was accused of going on a shooting spree in Walton County last year has now been indicted on multiple charges related to that incident. 21-year-old Gunnar Cole was uh, indicted by a grand jury on first-degree premeditated murder charges last Friday, as well as five counts of attempted first-degree premeditated murder, six counts of shooting into a vehicle. Investigators say Cole shot several people on and near the Sandestin property in September of 2023, One person was killed, several more were injured during that incident. Well, after the Navy fell short of its recruiting goals last year by about 7,000 sailors, they've made a few changes now to their qualifications. There are fewer and fewer um, young adult uh, men and women that are willing to, uh, or that, that are qualified to join the Navy. That is former NAS Pensacola Commanding Officer Captain Tim Kinsella. And he tells Channel 3, in the past, sailors needed to have a high school diploma or a GED. But now, you just have to score at least 50 on the armed services qualification test. Kinsella says one thing, though, that will not change is the Navy's training standards. Impeachment is on the way. From Congressman Matt Gates, as today, the House Homeland Security Committee is marking up two articles of impeachment against Homeland Security Chief Alejandro Mayorkas. House Speaker Mike Johnson says a floor vote will come as soon as possible. The only critique as a lawyer, I believe that obstruction should have been its own count. I've met with the Department of Homeland Security Inspector General, and time and again when they are trying to do the oversight that would inform our policy choices and the changes they need to make at DHS, Mayorkas himself has been directing obstruction of oversight. And the charges against Mayorkas are willful and systemic refusal to comply with the law and breach of public trust. Uh, Democrats 
have said that the impeachment efforts are a sham. Governor DeSantis holding a press conference yesterday. He wants Washington, D.C. lawmakers to move on constitutional reforms. He says that would bring the power back to the American people. The governor wants term limits for all members of Congress. He wants to give the president a line-item veto and require a balanced budget. You can't just put it on the credit card. Right now, the incentives are to put things on the credit card. That's the path of least resistance. That's how these guys stay in office longer. And who ends up with the bill? Well, it's future generations. And the governor says those changes are long overdue, would make the country more secure, and also help us get out of debt. 735 at News Radio 92.3. Jake's got a look at our traffic on the fives. I gotta gotta put my mic in there. That'll help. Uh, East Olive Road. If you're on East Olive Road this morning, between Cody Lane and uh, let's see here, this would be uh, North Davis Highway. Very very slow eastbound. I don't see an accident, um, but it's actually in some areas starting to uh, get really congested in both directions. So I will continue looking at that. But we do have an accident. That's on I-10 eastbound between Pine Forest and Highway 29, slowing things down there going eastbound. But other than that, we're looking good on Highway uh, 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace is clear. And uh, Highway 29 south through Cantonment is good. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text us on that traffic tip line. It's 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. It is going to be a beautiful day today, starting off on the cooler side, but as you head into the afternoon, temperatures warming up. High today near 60 degrees, mostly sunny skies. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 47 degrees. For your Wednesday, high near 63, mostly sunny skies. Wednesday night, temperatures dropping near 39. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you very much, Brooke. And warming up a few degrees now, it's 38 in Pensacola and Gulf Breeze and 36 in Milton. Our next news at 8, breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne for News Radio 92.3. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. The International Monetary Fund upgraded its global growth forecast for 2024 by 0.2 percentage points to 3.1%, citing the resiliency of the U.S. economy and supply measures from China. The agency predicts growth in the U.S. to be 2.1% this year. And the IMF had also predicted a 3.2% expansion in 2025. Forecasts still remain below the global growth average between 2000 and 2019 of 3.8%. General Motors beat Wall Street's expectations for the fourth quarter and forecasts a strong 2024. The Detroit automaker reported net income of just over $2 billion. Revenue was largely flat year over year. At just under $43 billion. The carmaker predicts 2024 net income will range between $9 and $11 billion. Futures are slightly lower. Yesterday, the Dow Industrials were up 224. That's your money now. Delicious seafood is what you'll find at David's Catfish House. David's Catfish serves only the best Mississippi catfish, fresh Gulf seafood, and delicious homemade sides. Weekday specials include two times Tuesday, six free shrimp added to the six-piece dinner. Wednesdays offer lunch basket specials and everyone's favorite, Shrimp-tastic Thursday, five bucks off all-you-can-eat shrimp. Serving fresh seafood daily. Visit David's Catfish House on Dogwood Drive in Milton and New Warrington Road in Pensacola. See you at David's. 
Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel this Friday at 9 when Dr. John Stevenson, the Vice President of Student Affairs at Pensacola State College, will be on the show discussing the introduction of the homecoming court and the crowning of the king and queen. The crowning will take place during halftime at the Pensacola State College versus Northwest Florida State College game on Wednesday, February 14th. Tune in Friday at 9 to hear more. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. News Radio Pensacola has you covered no matter where you are or how you like to listen. Tune into our frequencies on 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, and AM 1620 for the latest breaking news, local updates, and in-depth analysis. Can't be near a radio? No problem. Stream us live on our website or through our convenient app. Available for download on your mobile device. Plus, with our smart device integration, you can ask your virtual assistant to play News Radio 92.3, and we'll be right there with you. It's News Radio Pensacola. Cold Morning News with Andrew McKay. I'm Bobby Rossi filling in for Andrew. It's about 39 degrees here in the Pensacola area. About 40. Although up north I was seeing Crestview and uh, Milton. It looks like it's only close to like low 30s up there. So yeah, that's gross. Um, It's going to be a high of about 60 today. It looks beautiful outside. Just a little chilly when you head out there. Then... um, there is, uh, I got a couple stories for our uh, legislative, Florida legislative update, let you know what's going on in the Florida legislative session. Uh, first, a good story here for you. 45-year-old gamer who goes by the name of Bread, his, uh, he's raised a bunch of money for a children's hospital in Rhode Island this past month. He played games for 24 hours straight. He streamed the whole thing online, asked for donations, ended up raising more than 100 grand. So, yeah, good story right there. A little uh, a gamer raising raising some monies. So, that was kind of cool. Uh, a couple stories here pertaining to Florida legislative session. A Brazilian butt lift bill clears the health health care spending panel. There's a whole lot there. Brazilian butt lift healthcare panel clearing the air. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> what? There it is. There it is. Yes. Uh, apparently. <laughs> you yeah. got it. You win. Whew, thank you. Uh, usually it's crickets, but that one. Uh, <laughs> sometimes you hit. Yeah. Can't, can't miss them all. All right. A, so Brazilian butt lifts. There was a bill that was passed last year here in the state of Florida pertaining to Brazilian butt lifts. Now, I'm like, what the, what the, what the, what? The fact that we even have something that's called Brazilian butt lifts, I'm like, where's Jesus? Just come on down now. The fact that this is something. No, this is even worse. Brazilian butt lifts or gluteal fat grafting are the fastest growing plastic surgery procedures in the nation. Say what? The fastest growing plastic surgery procedures in the nation? All right, what is this Brazilian butt lift thing? They liposuction fat from your abdomen or from your back. Uh, how about your love handles? Do they can you do uh, anything about that? Well, after they lipo the fat from your abdomen or your back or your love handles, 
Then they inject it back into the subcutaneous layer of the buttocks, which is just the is below the skin, but above the actual muscle. Uh, okay, why would you do this again? <laughs> well, the Florida law that passed last year. Uh, require surgeons to register their offices with the Department of Health if you're performing liposuction procedures that remove more than certain amount of subcutaneous fat and then also um, register your office if you're performing Brazilian butt lifts. Um, and then also you have to, uh, surgeons are required to perform Brazilian butt lifts by using ultrasounds for the part of the procedure where the fat is being injected back to make sure you're Putting it in the right spot. Um, so, but apparently, there was a couple of, um, I guess, loopholes that people were trying to to figure out their way through it and go. Well, we don't want to register our office. <laughs> so, I guess the rule, the law was, you have to register your office if you're doing Brazilian butt lifts when you're taking out 1,000 cubic centimeters of fat. And so some are going, we'll take out 998 cubic centimeters so that we don't have to register. Okay, so there's a bill that's going through the state legislature right now here in the state of Florida. It's going to close that loophole and be like, look, all now why do they need to register? Well, in case you haven't followed the Brazilian, but I'm like making fun of it because I actually have been following this for a while. The reason why they are, are, are came out with this bill was because people were going to like other countries and even here in, in like in Miami area, and they were getting Brazilian butt lifts and dying mm. because the procedure was was done incorrectly or something like that it was affecting their health, or they weren't dying but they were still having major negative health consequences to their buttocks. Mm. So so they're like, okay, we're gonna have to start getting these surgeons to register with the state so we know who they are, so they're not some sort of you know doing things in a hotel room somewhere mm. and trying to you know. Well, I'll give you a Brazilian butt lift. Come on over to my private suite, uh, room 209 in, <laughs> at, at the Garden Hotel. From like, personal experience, what? that only works twice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Third time. <laughs> then the cops are on to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. That's when vanity literally comes back to bite you. Yeah. Anyway. Tell, yeah. Uh, in your buttocks. Uh, so, yeah, this is uh, – so th this one's moving through committee pretty easily. The other one that's moving through committee that also deals with health. A ban on out-of-pocket charges if you're going to get a breast exam. 20 other states already have similar legislation, like Arkansas, Georgia, Tennessee, and Texas. They already have similar legislation. And so this bill, SB 932, would not require insurers to provide new coverage or anything like that. It would just basically say if you're going to get a, a breast exam, then... Basically, it would ban the current insurers from charging out-of-pocket expenses. So it would just be part of your insurance. Uh, insurance would, auto would would basically be forced to cover it. And, of course, the reason why they're doing this is because they're saying, obviously, breast cancer examinations is the first step in order to try to get early detection of breast cancer. And the more examinations you can do, then the, the more early – you know, early detection we can get and hopefully cut down on breast cancer. 
So that's the idea behind that. Let's get traffic on the fives with Jake Walker. All right, we're looking good around town. I'm not seeing any major delays or slowdowns to tell you about. Avalon Boulevard is clear through to Garson Point Bridge. Caroline Street in Milton is good. Also, Stewart Street checking in without delays. 98 through Gulf Breeze in Navarre is good. Uh, I am seeing here, let me get back to my map. Uh, I, oh, I did get from the traffic tip line. Thank you very much for updating us. NES, uh, the front gate at NES is backed up past sunset, and we do have that accident between Pine Forest and Highway 29 on I-10 East, slowing things down a little bit. East Olive Road headed toward North Davis Highway, very slow eastbound, and in some spots, both directions, uh, very congested there. But if you see anything else out there slowing us down, let us know. 437-1620, I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Coming up here in about 10 minutes, I'm going to continue our Florida legislative update with a bill pertaining to stand your ground against bears. So we'll talk about that coming up here in about 10 minutes. Uh, continue on with some medical-related news. Both King Charles and Princess Kate of Wales are out of, a, out of the hospital following surgeries. King Charles spent three nights following treatment for an enlarged prostate. All right. And then Kate had some sort of pre-planned abdominal surgery. Pre-planned abdominal surgery, like a tummy tuck? What's the pre-planned abdominal surgery? Was it a hernia? Pre-planned tummy tuck? What, what's the... How, how come we find out... Look at the hypocrisy of this story. Right. King Charles, he's got a large prostate. Oh, okay. Uh, Kate... She just has some abdominal surgery. Mm. Wait a minute. We literally know the details of what happened to the king. Enlarged prostate surgery. And you're like, eh, abdominal surgery for her. Right. <laughs> like, uh, okay. How can we how can we get the, like the gruesome details with the king and with right. the princess? Just, eh. They release a diagram of exactly how they yeah, exactly. <laughs> operated on his prostate, but her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this doesn't. Doesn't seem to sit well out there. Okay. Uh, different story here real quick. The Coen Brothers movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Mm. Boy, I like that movie. One of the best. It is. It's so creative. The soundtrack. The soundtrack's fantastic. I love it. So the movie is based on the Odyssey. But the brothers, the Coen Brothers who wrote the movie, neither of them read the Odyssey. They only knew the basic plot and the highlights from references and pop culture. Hmm. So... So, so the Odyssey, they're saying the Odyssey is is referenced that much in our in our culture. In our pop we don't even know it. That we don't even know it, and they're just hmm. like, you know what? We understand that the we get the plot, we get the mm-hmm. the highlights. We'll make a movie on this. Let's go ahead and play it. Yeah, the- where I was born and raised, the place where he was born. good such good soundtrack love it um yeah but that's kind of funny they wrote the whole movie based mm-hmm. on the odyssey never sent read, never read the odyssey just know it from from pop culture references essentially <laughs> well, and, I, and i didn't put it together that john Turturro and john goodman were in uh the big lebowski together which oh uh, yeah yeah another i think that's definitely coen brothers right yep that's coen yeah. brother one yeah. yeah so it is well amazing films all right, uh, yeah, and then George Clooney went from this, and then eventually he did another old-timey movie with the Leatherheads. Mm. It has kind of a same feel to it, this kind of Never quirky. Saw that. You haven't seen Leatherheads? No. Oh, John Krasinski, and uh, oh. yeah, it's, it's a good one. It also has kind of a, the, the old brother where art thou feel. It's set in like the 30s, whatever, and 
uh, kind of a little light humor and, and stuff. So George Clooney does good with that, that kind of stuff right there. It's Pensacola Morning News with uh, Andrew McKay. He's out this week. I'm Bobby Rossi filling in for him. If you'd like to weigh in, give us a call or text 850-437-1620, Coming up here next, we're going to get a quick update from Debbie Wayne in the newsroom. Then we'll continue our Florida legislative update. Got a bill that we want to talk about. Stand your ground against bears. Is this necessary? We'll talk about that next on News Radio 98.3. Pensacola Little Theater presents The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, February 2nd through the 18th. See the story that's visually told through the mind of 15-year-old Christopher John Francis Boone, a mathematical genius with an unspecified autism spectrum disorder. The show is a mystery surrounding the death of Wellington, his neighbor's dog. Get your tickets now for The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime at the Pensacola Little Theater box office or at PensacolaLittleTheater.com. Let's say you have a boat for sale or a car or a home or just a piece of land. Or maybe you have a rental that you like, a vacation rental that you want to promote or a business, a restaurant or whatever. The point is you want to do an ad. Okay, who do you call? Well, you could call individual companies to do bits and pieces of it. You could call you know, the TV station to do it, whatever. Um, or you can call Pelican Drones and they can do it all for you. Because you might think, like, they're just a drones company. That's what they do. Okay, sure, they do fantastic aerial footage, obviously. But they also do ground-based and any kind of video, and then they will produce it for you. They'll do it in the length you need, 5 seconds, 20 seconds, 40 seconds, a minute, minute and a half, whatever. Then you own it when they're done. So they are there to help you comprehensively when it comes to video production services. Fabulous results, great clients, Pelican Drones. Find out more at pelicandrones.com. What's fun and happening in Pensacola? You'll find out as the City of Pensacola Parks and Recreation Department talks about it here on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Join us each month as we detail what's going on in your resource centers, parks, recreation programs, and the Community Maritime Park. It's a great month to get out and play Pensacola. Tune in this Friday morning at 9.30. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. It's News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, AM 1620, the website, the app, or your smart device. It's news on your terms. Okay, I'm Bobby Rossi filling in for Andrew. If you'd like to weigh in, you can give us a call or text 850 437 1620. 850 437 1620. Florida legislative update here for you once again. Then we'll go to David Wayne in the newsroom. Uh, stand your ground against beer, uh, bears. Beers. Stand your ground against beer. Uh, if you can stand after a few beers. Yeah, exactly. You don't like that beer? You can shoot it all you want to. Nobody's going to even complain. And so, No, sorry. Bears. Uh, now there is a caveat with this. You can only shoot a bear on your property if you feel threatened. The concern, of course, is that somebody's going to just justify it. What? I was threatened. I had to kill the bear. And so, uh, let's go to our news radio ninety two three hotline. Do we have the? Uh, he said he's going to call back, oh, and okay. I was hoping he would call back right where you were introducing that uh, bit. But we'll wait for him. All right, well, let's go to David Wayne in the newsroom real quick. Yeah, then. yeah. Dave. Let's do that. 
Well, Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the U.S. will be responding decisively to any aggression against American troops in the Middle East. Uh, At the same time, he says they'll be working to prevent a broader escalation in the Middle East. His comments coming after the attack on the uh, outpost in Jordan the other day. Elon Musk says the first human to receive a Neuralink cybernetic brain implant is now in recovery. The uh, company aims to eventually use the implants to control electronic devices and also allow people with paralysis to regain motor function. And uh, United and American Airlines are adding some special flights between Kansas City and Las Vegas over Super Bowl weekend. You might notice a special meaning in some of the flight numbers. American added two flights with the number 1989, a nod to Swift's birth year, and arguably her most popular album. The flights will take off on Friday, February 9th, and Saturday the 10th from Kansas City to the host city. Following the game, there is a flight 87, which is Kelsey's jersey number, which departs Las Vegas on February 12th. Airlines commonly add special flights to Super Bowl host cities for fans traveling to see the game. The game this year is set for Sunday, February 11th at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Aaron Rayal, NBC News Radio. So there you go. Special flight numbers for all yeah. the Swifties. Yeah, that's yeah, good. And t- t- I got to say, t- Travis Kelsey played outstanding last game. He really did. I mean, some of those catches, yeah, they should not have been caught. And, and especially when you look at his season, he dropped so many passes this year. Uh, it's like, whoa, where did this come from? <laughs> like, he he, just, he really stepped it up. Um, but, yeah, all the switchies. I, I saw this cute little video of this little girl wearing a uh, Kansas City Chiefs cheerleader outfit. She's probably like three or four, barely talk. And they're like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm watching football. And they're like, who, who, who do you root for? She goes, Kansas City Chiefs. And she's like, okay, who, who's your favorite player? And she was like, Taylor Swift. like yep there you go got the little three four-year-old swifties out there rooting for the chiefs (laughs) favorite players taylor swift so yeah all right so florida legislative update oh wait first let's get traffic on the fives of jake walker uh we're looking good out there i'm not seeing any major slowdowns here we do have the front gate at nas is a little backed up this morning uh past sunset thank you for that tip from the traffic tip line also i-10 between pine forest and highway 29 a little bit slow due to an accident there eastbound and east olive road headed toward north davis highway is a little slow uh in some parts both directions there from i think an accident that has occurred somewhere in that area also just in from the traffic tip line thank you very much eastbound fairfield is backed up very slow moving between hollywood and mobile highway looks like utility work in that area there with construction crews and things so uh yeah we're looking great around town otherwise uh if you see anything out there let me know 437-1620 i'm jake walker traffic on the fives house bill 87 senate bill 632 making the way through the florida legislature right now this would allow you to shoot and kill a bear on your property without needing a permit but only if you feel threatened so there's some people concerned that uh, people are going to abuse this uh and um and, and look i get it i get both sides of this i get where like wait a minute i got this bear that's like trying to break into my property trying to break into my home he's being aggressive or she's being aggressive and i'm like man i would shoot you but I ain't got a permit, so I guess I'll just let you maul me. Uh, no, obviously not going to happen. So I understand that part, but I also understand that other part where people are going to abuse us. Like, what? I was being threatened by the bear. I didn't just want to shoot a bear. Let's go to our News Radio 923 hotline. Who do we got on the phone? Bobby K. Bobby here. K. Yeah. Bobby K. Bobby, what's on your mind? The bears. 
the Bears. The Bears on my mind. All right. What's, what... I looked at a okay. I looked at a video that Joel Rudman posted on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Now a lot of y'all, Joel Rudman is the District Three representative, legislative representative down in the Navarre area. Okay. And what I understand is that this bill, it does have teeth to it. The leadership, for some reason, is pushing this. Now, for y'all Republicans listening out there, the leadership, the Republican leadership is letting this thing float through. Why? What is going on here? What I understand is Rudman is like a, he's one of the MAGA poster childs down in that area. He's very close with Gates and them, and this is what's going on. This is political. A man videos two bear cubs up in an oak tree eating acorns. That's what they were doing. Mm -hmm. These are large bear cubs eating acorns out of a tree in his neighbor's yard. No threat whatsoever. He has a flashlight, and he shines it up there, and he's so fascinated by it. Then all of a sudden, on the Facebook on his Facebook video, you hear him say, "You go." Uh, he goes, "Oh, what if he was to come? He's come down and attack my dog or attack my family. They could kill us." They didn't happen. And as you just said, there was no mama bear that just tried to break into somebody's house. Uh-huh. For some reason, this has extremely become very, very political. And as we know, Bobby, we know this. Politics is dirty, and it's fixing to get dirtier. 